Welcome to 55 in Maine, a Disney podcast. I'm Spencer. With me is Mark. And we have a brand new episode. And we're kind of continuing a series of episodes we did a, a while ago. But we did a couple episodes on our favorite songs from Disney movies, some of our favorite love songs. So uh, if you haven't listened, go back and <laughs> yeah. listen to a couple of uh, 30-something guys talk about love songs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so we're going to kind of continue that um, and we have an episode about our favorite music but from Disneyland so not from a Disney movie but from the park yes now I don't know if we talked about this beforehand but on my list I kind of go out of my way and do no IP songs so like the songs from You Got a Friend in Me is a great song it's high up on our list but I didn't put that even though you hear it on Toy Story Midway Mania, I decided not to put that on my list. Did you do a similar thing or did you put some light, not license, but like IP songs on there? I did something very similar. Okay. I, have, I have one song that everyone will know. Okay. Um, but I think it deserves to be on, on the list. Nice, so, nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, that, that's, I struggle with that too because like, I think, um, you know, when you ride, especially when you ride one of the rides, it's that the music that you hear is part of the immersion that makes the ride fun. Exactly. So, you know, my favorite attraction is Indiana Jones. My favorite mm -hmm. movie is Indiana Jones. I love the theme music. And so when you hear the music while you're in the Jeep and you're on the ride, mm -hmm. like you can't help but just hum along and everything. Yep. But it's, it tends to be, you know, it's, it's not original necessarily to the park and to the ride. So I tried to, um, I try to stay with original songs and original music to yes. the park. And so the one that's part of an IP was original when it, uh, uh, when it, oh, I gotcha. okay. when it premiered I I at Disneyland, uh, but <laughs> it has now been co-opted into a, into a, a franchise. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I definitely tried to um, keep it original. Yes. Yes. Have you been, um, Slight tangent. Have you been on Frozen Ever After? Was that open when you? It was. Were... It was being constructed. Okay, because the last I guess new dark ride that I've been on is the Ariel ride in California Adventures, and they essentially just put the whole ride is the songs. Yeah. Like each scene, show scene is tied to a song, so they're just doubling down on. I, I guess it's Frozen Ever After. The big moment has to be the letter. Oh, I'm sure. You yeah, know, yeah. so like these songs are becoming super ingrained. And I feel like this list is kind of going to be an eternal list because I can't imagine them ever doing a ride that's not tied to an IP that would not have music already associated with it. Like, can you, could you imagine them just building a ride that's not a Zootopia ride or a Frozen ride? I, I, I couldn't imagine that. Well, and that's even, we, you know, we did a, a episode a few months back, I guess now, but about <clears throat> our top original attractions yeah. right, that have no IP connected with them. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of the rides were older. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I think the newest one that we had talked about was, you know, like Thunder Mountain or something, or mm -hmm. you know, from and that was constructed in the '70s. And I think we had mentioned the Rocket Rods. Yeah, it was Rocket Rods, which was totally original, but they're yeah. not there anymore. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, they're so invested in IP and franchises, and that's, I mean, that's just modern sensibility. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a long while before we get just a completely original attraction or show or ride. 
ride or music or sport. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to hinge on, you know, whatever IP they're attached to. Absolutely. All right. So do we have any honorable mentions to start with? I have a couple. Um, as I rifle through them quickly, let me know if they're on your list and we can, we can skip them. Um, this one I think actually knows on your list, so I'm going to delete it. Uh, Tiki Room? Not, not on mine, no. But okay, I, I definitely thought about it. I mean, what a great song. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing's pretty much music. It's like a musical review. Uh, those songs are very catchy, so I thought Tiki Room, honorable mention. Small World? No, I definitely thought about it, but not on, not on my list. Okay. How do you, does that song annoy you? It's, it's cliche to say the song's annoying, but actually, is it great? It, it annoys me when you detach it from the park. Okay. When it's just, when you're just, when it shows up on Pandora or you're, <laughs> you know, listening to the Disneyland CD or, or whatever, you, you know, if it's just on, yeah. it's, it, it gets ingrained in your head and it definitely <laughs> becomes annoying. But when you're actually on the ride yeah. and you're listening to the song and you're singing along with mm -hmm. it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I agree. We have a CD where we listen to these songs and I, there's two versions of it we have. We have one where the, the singing, that can drive you insane. <laughs> but the other one we have is just the music and the music's nice. The music, the loop of the music doesn't drive me crazy. It's just the, the children's voices <laughs> drives me insane. But my specific one was the holiday version okay okay world. okay and it's 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 christmas songs but like the moment do you remember the last time you went on that ride was it sort of recently or yeah we went uh whenever the last time we went which would have been january of 2020 so oh the, nice uh, okay a little over a year ago yeah 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 uh all the songs are cool but the moment when you get to the last room and they're all like in their white clothes mm -hmm. and they have a different song playing like it's it's crazy awesome so i had to put that on there as I mentioned, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Okay. Not the Tarzan Treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Do you have any memories of that? Oh, of course. And, oh, I, was, okay. and I, was, I was able to actually go on it as an adult uh, in Disney World. Oh, they still have it in Disney oh, World? Yes. Oh, yes. I loved that as a kid. <laughs> loved it. And the song, I remember just being very hypnotic and cool and like, synthes not synthesizers, but like organ music. Well, and they had the... the uh, free playing that's some piano yeah. and everything yes, too, you know? piano yeah. organ loved it loved the system robinson uh it's fantastic on your list it's very high on my okay. list okay skip uh is space mountain on your list no okay so what's your i'll give you a little question what's where in the music or where in space mountain do you recognize the music the most i think it's I think it's right when you get to the top. Yes. And it, you, there's like that haunting like choir part. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yes. And then it goes to like a cool surfing, like, yeah. uh, you know, like Rick, not Rick Ross, Dale Ross, I think <laughs> is the name of the surfer guy, but like a cool surf song. But that moment, you're right. We're at the top and that, yes, agreed. That's what I have. Also, I have the carousel. Okay. That's on my list. So okay. Save that. Sounds good. So I just wanted to rifle through some of the ones that I, Right. Well, a lot of those were the ones I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, and I only have really kind of one honorable mention, I guess. All right. But that is, uh, well, you know, my favorite land is Main Street. Yes. And so I just put Main Street. Okay. Uh, because, you know, as you're, as you're you know, and, and you, you could even include, uh, you know, the entrance, 
because as you're walking down downtown Disney, you're getting all these that is music good. and songs. And That's you're just, really good. You're getting ready for your day. You enter the park, and then Main Street has, uh, you know, they have, uh, I think they use the music from Up mm -hmm. um, as part of the entry music as you're walking down Main Street. Um, and I've talked about this before, but I also, you know, you could, you could uh, talk about the sounds of Main Street as being, you know, yes. part of the atmospheric music, if you, if you will. Yes. So the, you know, the clapping of, of the horses and the bells of the trolley. Yes. And, you know, people just smiling and laughing as they're walking down Main Street. And that barbershop quartet could be I, around. I, had the, that, I was just going <laughs> to talk about that. The barbershop quartet That's is there right. singing, uh, you know, and then uh, sometimes, sometimes it's in uh, Main Street, but sometimes it's, it's usually kind of in New Orleans Square, but you get like the jazz musicians mm -hmm. that play, uh, you get the Disneyland band usually coming through there. So I just kind of encompassed Main Street as the main, the main street music That's as uh, my honorable mention. That's a good one. I even think they put music on the tram. <laughs> just to get you fired up, you know, like you just left the parking lot, get on the tram and they pump music in there. So it's, it's everywhere. Well, and again, that's what makes Disneyland so different and so special from, it makes it stand apart from other uh, theme parks. Yep. You know, like if you go to Six Flags, I don't know what, if they're pumping any music in there. They do, I'm sure it's garbage <laughs> <Yeah>. music. <laughs> and Universal, I, like I haven't been there in a while. Uh, but they have their certain attractions that have music. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but as a as a whole, I don't think they have that kind of all encompassing kind of sound to the to the yeah. park. So just the main street music just kind of gets you ready for your day as you're as you're walking through. It's a great one. Uh, so let's start start out with your number five then. All right. So my number five, I I don't know actually if this is an IP song or not, but it is in California Adventure. Okay. And it is Radiator Springs. Okay. Now, I don't know that I, I call like, myself. Like when you're in the line? The line, but I was thinking specifically when you are just beginning and you come you across see the, waterfall, the waterfall. The waterfall. Okay. How great, how great is that moment? That's like yeah. a chilling moment. is the life is a highway song that's all i know is <laughs> well how many times have you really watched cars oh it's a great question <laughs> um but anyways it's new to me and so i'm putting it on my list and i just think that moment is is fantastic also when you're doing your race at the end they pump in some really yeah. cool fast-paced fun music as race at the end sorry I well and you that. get the sound of uh with uh, the hudson uh yes and he's like talking to you uh -huh, like on the radio uh -huh. you know yeah yeah Yes, yeah, so that's a great moment, and the music adds the, to the speed of it, and the music adds to the majesty of turning the corner and seeing the big waterfall. So I got to throw that on there, and then maybe as I'm here, I do enjoy the songs of the Tomato Ride and the Luigi's Ride. Like, the, those songs are fun, and a lot of them I don't think are from the movie. They're just like, you know, fun Italian party songs, and then Mater just makes up some 
junkyard songs, you know. So I, I kind of think the songs in Cars Land really, really, the, the music totally puts you in the mood of the whole thing. I like it. Yeah. I, I definitely thought, I didn't think about Radio Springs. Yeah. But I definitely was like, should I put Tomator on? Yeah. You know, I, I definitely thought about it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Cars ride and I'm not the biggest fan of Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> But uh, I mean that's a fun song because sure. it's usually it's usually like it's like riffs on real songs, isn't it? You're right, and there's like four or five of them. Yeah, those out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I only have one song from California Adventure. So is that your only one from California Adventure? I have another one. You have another one. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, so my number five is connected to IP, but kind of backwards mapped. Mm. Because this, it started out as original and then became IP later. And that is Pirates of the Caribbean. First of all, we've got to talk about the song "Yo Ho Yo Ho." I mean, who doesn't sing along when you go down the go down the uh, the drop for the first time oh, and, yes. you, and you start singing? I mean, the whole boat starts singing. Yes, it's a it's a fun song. I, I like what the movies kind of have you know turned it into. It's kind of like a, a motto instead instead of a song. It's like a motto of, of Jack Sparrow yes. a little bit. Um, but uh, I love the song. It's easily singable. That's one that I don't think it's annoying, like if you just yeah. play it at home. Um, and then I also think there's some really fun uh, just score and music mm. on, on, on the ride. Like when you're in the tunnels and it's kind of creepy and dark right. and yep. you're seeing the skeletons and yep. you're seeing um, the, uh, I always like the skeleton who's, who's driving the, oh, the, yes. the, uh, the ship, you know, yes. the, li the lightning comes uh -huh. in and everything. Uh -huh. So there's kind of some dark, creepy music that comes in there. Um, so I just, I just love that music. It's also a very long track. Uh, yes. so, I mean, the ride is long and sometimes like we've talked about, maybe it's a little too long, yeah. uh, but uh, it, it, the, the, the music is just kind of free and open uh, to uh, kind of to encompass the ride. I love the banjo at the beginning. Um, yes, before you great. even, you know, really even get on the ride, you, get, you know, you're, uh, listening to the, the old man and the banjo and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, I just love that music. I love that song. Uh, it also has a little special place because uh, my daughter absolutely loves that song Good. as well. Uh, and that's, I think, the catalyst that got her into Pirates. Okay. We're, we're, we're still a little bit in our pirate phase, mm. uh, but uh, she's starting to leave the pirate phase. Okay. Uh, but it started with that song, so. I, have to, I had to put it on the list. Great choice. I have a question for you about the song. How would you feel if they incorporated some of the theme from the films? Because the, the film score is really good. It is. It's fantastic. Would it, would it mess it up? Would it put you out of place? Or would you be okay with them putting, not the whole thing, but a little bit here and there?
I, I would love it. I'd absolutely okay. love it. And I think I know the perfect place for it, too. Okay. Um, the ship battle with the fortress. And they're, they're firing oh, cannons yes. at each other. Uh -huh. You put it in that. You put it that's in that. smart. Scene. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think that's the perfect place for it. Yes. What's funny to think about is the, the newest pirate ride is in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. I think. Have you seen the ride through? Yes. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I doubt they even do Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me. It's probably all from the films. Yeah, Right? Too. Which would kind of be sad because I'm with you. Like, the song in the ride is so, so, so good. Excellent choice. All right. Number four for Mark. My number four is in Disneyland, and it is the Matterhorn. Is okay. My four. Okay. Now, when I say music for the Matterhorn, did, can you think of it off the top of your head? Are you thinking about the yodeling? Yes, like the yodeling song. <laughs> okay. Specifically when you're in line. Okay. And I, I think the Matterhorn, the more I thought about this, to me, it's a very underrated ride. I love how integral it is to the parks. I love how even in Anaheim, like the bus stops at Anaheim are in the same font as the Matterhorn <laughs> font. So like it's, it takes over the whole town. And I just love that when you hear the yodeling and you hear the set, they pipe in sound effects of like echoes and a little bit of the monster growl when you're in line. And you see your, your line's really close to the mountain. So like the mountain even looks bigger when you're right next to it. And it totally just puts you in a totally new place. And I love how Disneyland gives you different lands, but even within those lands, if they can take you to like a place inside of those lands, I love it even more. So I love just being really close to it in line, hearing the yodeling. And it's, it's just kind of gets you in this excited moment that fires you up for this adventure. I like it. I I didn't really think of Matterhorn for the music, mm. but I think if we if we had a list, if we had an episode about like the best soundscapes, oh uh huh, of Matterhorn, uh -huh. oh like of of the, of the park, I think Matterhorn would definitely be on the list yes. because you're getting the echoes uh -huh. and you're just getting people screaming. Yeah, that's like, right. Yes, I mean yes, that's yes. that's a that's a highlight. <laughs> that's a highlight as you're walking by, you're like oh yeah, Matterhorn's over there. I hear, I hear people screaming, <laughs> and it has that. And the monster juxtaposed by this really happy, fun, yodeling <laughs> soundtrack. So it just kind of all blends together for fun. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. My number four is going to be very, uh, maybe a little unusual. All right. Um, and it's very, it's brand new. Brand new. Wow. And that is John Williams's theme for Galaxy's Edge. Now I have no clue what this is. Okay. So uh, they actually released it as a single, mm. as a as a track okay. that you can buy on iTunes. It shows up on Pandora as a, as its own track and everything. 
but usually it's played like when you enter uh, Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Uh, so whatever you know area you're entering from, whether it's the uh, Critter Country area or the, the Frontier Land, whatever whichever spot you're entering from, it's usually played. And then as the as you see the land for the first time. Um, it kind of builds to this crescendo and everything. Right. Yeah, and yeah. what I like about it is, I mean, John Williams is a master. He's a genius. Um, and it definitely sounds like Star Wars, uh-huh. but it's not the main theme. And it's just different enough um, where, because that's kind of what Batu is supposed to be, right? It's mm-hmm. on the edge of the galaxy. Yeah. It's a little bit different. It, it's it's strange to say this, but it almost sounds the music sounds otherworldly okay, at cool. times. It, it's almost a little bit more sci-fi music mm. than what he does. He he's usually more pop, mainstream kind of big big band style, and this has a little bit and it has that element to it, but it has a little bit more sci-fi quality mm-hmm. uh, to it, I think. Uh, but it's a fun track, uh, and it I really. Even though we do have some criticism of Galaxy's Edge, I think that music is brilliant and it fits in with the rest of the Star Wars music. Um, and it, that's something that I don't think they utilize well enough is the Star Wars music. Yeah. They could add that, I think, in more. Uh, but I think this is a really cool track that I think people should listen to because it's, it's, again, it's not, not very well known. Uh, but it's it's really cool. I, I I love it. So it's just a little bit different than kind of the main Star Wars music. Yeah. But uh, it I think it really stands out. Do you remember the first time you walked into Galaxy's Edge? Oh yeah. It was great, huh? Yes. Which entrance did you use? That would have been the Frontierland entrance, Got I it. believe. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny how most lands don't really have that big, breathtaking entrance. Mm-hmm. They're pretty open. But yeah, and there's some that are like the most sad one ever, like the Tomorrowland to Fantasyland, like over <laughs> by the Matterhorn is just like the saddest little segue <laughs> ever. But it, it's kind of awesome how you have to almost go through like a tunnel. It's the Fantasy, the Frontierland one. Wait, are there three entrances? I believe so, yeah. yes. The Critter Country one doesn't have that big reveal. Yeah. Because it's kind of more like you're in the forest mm-hmm. part of it. But it, the other ones, you go through a tunnel even. Yeah and you get out of that tunnel. You're right, the music, they play the music in the tunnel, and then you walk out of the tunnel. You're right, it's great, that's a good choice. So I, if you have, those of you listening out there, if you haven't listened to that, check it out on iTunes, or it's probably on YouTube or something. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's a great piece of music. Agreed. All right, my number three is California Adventure. Okay. It's probably on your list. Soren? It is number two oh, okay. on my list. So let's, okay. we, let's talk about it now. Okay. Soren with the Grizzly Peak area. Okay. So the Soren area, I think, is actually called Condor Flats, technically. But you keep going, and you get that cool red redwood forest kind of trail. 
and that there's great vibe music there, but it's it's the Soren ride the most where it's just kind of it's magical, you yeah. know. Like what, what what why is it on your list? It this is gonna sound really cliche, <laughs> but this music soars. It does. It is like you feel like you're flying, <laughs> it man. Does. Like it, yes. it just perfectly encapsulates and fits that attraction. That attraction, especially when we think about that. Soren is still a holdover from California 1.0, California mm -hmm. Adventure 1.0, um, in which we're celebrating California, we're celebrating California history. That ride celebrates the aviation history of California, and it puts you into this ride vehicle that makes you feel like you're flying. And you put either a different piece of music or no music for that attraction, it's a completely different experience. Yes, completely it is. different. Uh -huh. um, it is a just a standout. I don't know who the composer is. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who made the music, but it's a standout piece of music. It just just on its own. Like even if you subtract the yeah. attraction from it, yeah. it's a beautiful piece of music. And when I think about it, it feels like every time they do a cut to a different you know, film, mm -hmm. it, the, the sound change, it's, yeah. it's still the same score underneath, but they have little, when you're in the China part, when you're in the Taj Mahal part, when you're in the Hawaii part, you know, they kind of change it a little bit here and there for each, each section. Yeah, I love it. It's also something that they pump into the line. Mm -hmm. When you get closer and closer to your destination, it's like they, they start playing that, which is super exciting. So, uh, yeah. Well, even when you're watching the little TV that's going to play uh, the uh, Patrick Warburton yeah. intro, right? uh -huh. they have the clouds and they have like the sweeping, uh, like the name of where you're going to go, yes. you know, uh -huh. it's like sweeping through the clouds. They, yes. They're playing the music there yeah. and it just makes you feel good. It uh -huh. just, it, it's a sweeping piece of music. It's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And the, it's maybe just a ride thing, but the ride is just so brilliant because you maybe have people's feet dangling in front of you but it's not like in a movie theater where like you got someone's big old shoulders yeah. and head in front of you you know so you kind of have like this well you don't have that problem i have that problem <laughs> <laughs> but but the music just puts you you're so close to the screen and so the music just totally propels you through the adventure you know so like i i'm with you Love well it. and when you think of soaring over california mm -hmm. uh because that's the one I, I know the most i've only been on soaring over the world uh, once or twice mm. but you know when they get to the desert and the horses are riding uh -huh. you have kind of the western style it, yes, I'm music. Saying, yes 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 and then you know it builds to kind of this huge moment when you finally get to disneyland and like the that reveal of the castle yes, yes. yeah it's it's just fantastic it's it's great music and then and when the fireworks go off it ends yeah. on that high note it's yeah. just you're fired up good so uh that was soren which marks number three, my number What's two. Your number three? My number three was one of your honorable mentions. All right. And it's the King Arthur Carousel. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's that's so such fun music. It is because it takes it, it, it takes regular Disney songs mm. and translates them and turns them into like nineteenth century, early like twentieth century like carousel music. Yes.
and so you're hearing the tune that you know, mm-hmm. but in a completely different way. Um, so I just absolutely love it. And, and they, they play some of the most famous songs and you're just, you know, you're riding your horse along yes. to whatever song is playing and it fills up the entire, I, you can hear the carousel from all across fantasy land. Yes. Um, and it's, it, I think is a, an essential and essential part. I mean, the, the carousel is centrally located. Yeah. Um, is a, is a, a very important part of Fantasyland that mm-hmm. makes Fantasyland what it, what it is, because if you, you take the carousel out, there's no. Mu- I mean, th- I'm sure they would pipe in yeah. the music, but so many of those rides are inside. Mm-hmm. The dark rides are. Right. This gives much more atmosphere to Fantasyland, and so I just absolutely love listening to all the carousel music. When you think of, was there one specific song where you're like it stands out to you more than the other ones? Because I have one that, to me, I feel like this is the typical, prototypical song for that right. I, is it, I want to say Once Upon a Dream yes, that's from Sleeping Beauty, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I, isn't Sleeping Beauty, I can't remember, are, aren't the images on the inside oh, of yeah. the ride? I, I think, think they are Sleeping Beauty, yeah. yeah. It, to me, it's, it's so funny because it's called King Arthur Carousel, which <laughs> it really has nothing to do with Sword in the Stone or anything. The, it, the Sword in the Stone is out front. Yeah, it's out front, yeah. Um, but I always think of Mary Poppins oh, because yeah. they uh-huh. go on the carousel and uh-huh. then the, then they, the horses become free of the carousel and they're riding the horses. So yeah. I always think of Mary Poppins um, as well. And then, you know, we've talked about before how characters sometimes will ride the horse yes. and be on the, be on the new attraction with you. Um, so it's just, it's so much fun. The, the spirit of the music, the spirit of the ride is just very light and very fun. And very, uh, this sounds kind of odd to say, but old fashioned, but in a good way. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? Where it, it takes you to this bygone era and bygone place, yeah. you know? Uh, and so I just, I just love it. And it's brilliant because they have so many songs to choose from. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many princess songs <laughs> out there that they, that they chime in. And as well as things where you, you hear it and you're you almost like you have to think about what it is. You know, it's not so obvious, but if you take the time to really listen to the song, you're like, oh, I know what this is from. But the, it changes in just enough. The instrument they play makes it sound just different enough that it feels unique and specific to the ride. Yeah. All right, so King Arthur Carousel, my number three. Yep. Uh, should we get to your number two? Yes, my number two is Splash Mountain. Okay, so I had, I, that was, I've definitely thought about Splash Mountain yeah. because one of the joys of, of Disneyland is, at least for some, <laughs> for some people, uh, is the, the reveal of after the drop, right? So yeah. you're gonna talk, that's what you're gonna talk about? No. No, okay. Because that would, I guess, fall into the category of IP, IP right? does it be do Yeah, okay. so to me, the part that I love we're talking about music is the beginning. that kind of happy country type song they pump it through the line i I don't really go through the line because i always do the fast pass or single rider but if you ever go through the line like they played that fun happy tune and then the that's a long ride like there's a lot of it 
and the, the, the theme song to it. So I, I went on YouTube to listen to some of these songs and the guy on YouTube has three different like videos for this song and each of them are like nine minutes long. Like there's over 20 minutes of Splash Mountain songs on here <laughs> and I love it. And it just totally fires me up. I don't, I've, I've never seen Song of the South. So my guess is they created this song just for the ride. But to me, more than zippity doo dah, it's the stuff before that I love the most. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so the big question is: Yes, are you? Or how are you? How how much are you gonna miss the music then of Splash Mountain when it when it is converted to Princess and the Frog? Because there's great music on Princess and the Frog. Absolutely. That's why I kind of feel like if they if they removed every single thing about Song of the South and just put in different critters. Instead of Br'er Rabbit, they put a raccoon. Instead of Br'er Bear, they put a, I don't know. If they just put in different just <laughs> animals, but just kept the song, and you can get rid of Zippity Doodah, like you can get rid of that. But I, I, I'm bummed that we won't have that ride. The country version of that ride, because I think it fits so well with Critter Country, which is, as I said many times, probably the most underrated part of the whole park, and I think it's all going to change. Maybe not for the worst, but it's all going to change when Princess and the Frog is there. No, so. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's get to uh, our number one. All righty. All right. So my number one uh, is, and you mentioned it before, yeah. is the music, the, especially the theme music for Fantasmic. Got it. Could listen to that all day long all day long uh, the the build-up of the theme yeah uh, the triumphant nature of it yeah like when mickey defeats uh, maleficent and, and defeats evil uh, it's very hummable you know right it's it's you could hum yeah. it you know i think that's one of the Besides some of the more famous songs like Small World and yeah. Pirates and everything, that is, I think, perhaps one of the most famous songs that probably people don't even, may not even know what it's from. Yeah. Uh, but Fantasmic is one of my favorite aspects of Disneyland. I love the nighttime shows. And uh, you know, it, it debuted when I was a kid, so I have a yeah. lot of childhood memories of it. I, desperately want to show it to my daughter um, I desperately want her to see the Fantasmic so I really hope they don't get rid of it which they probably will someday someday they may have to. Uh, they may but have to. Uh, um, I just that theme uh, just warms my heart if you want <laughs> that sounds really cheesy but man I just love that song I'm with you I really don't like Fantasmic that much but the song shows up on our Disneyland playlist and it's fantastic yeah. it's really 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 good 
It's yeah. Did you say majestic? Did you say that I word? did not, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's like it's like fist pump, soaring, majestic, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So I'm with you. So why why don't you like Fantasmic? Then is it because it's so crowded? You yes. gotta have your kids on your shoulders. And yes. El- you know, hitting elbows with people. And just a pet peeve of mine is I want to watch the show. Instead, I'm watching the show through. 25 phones race in the air and i'm like i don't want to see your phone i don't want to watch it to your phone just let's just watch it you know? so it, there's the other things involved but if it could be a setting where i had a good view and didn't have to get there two hours early yeah. i think i'd love it it's just all the logistics that go by all right so then so when i was making this list soar or uh, or fantasmic was easily okay number one like okay far above the rest for me so nice, 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 nice. so number one for you mark okay now you know what it is. All, yeah, the, okay. we, all listeners know what it is. Uh, would this have made your top five list if you know it wasn't on mine? Probably. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, but I had well, it. I guess it is IP, but it's it's weird because these original attractions yeah. have become like IP of their own now. Yeah. So it's really really weird. But go yeah. go on, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm gonna be specific on this one, and I won't talk long. I'm sorry, I've talked about this right too much. <laughs> I'm just gonna focus on the narrator. Okay. As I said so before, not Grim getting gross. Grim gross is great. Okay. It's great. But I'm going to just focus on the fact that my favorite thing in all the Disney parks is the narrator for Haunted Mansion. When you first walk in the room, you're in like the, you're in like a, a lobby, you know, waiting to go into the elevator room. And and every time he talks to you, he's just so good. The guy, the lines he does, he does are fantastic. His delivery of the lines are so good. The little atmospheric music they play, not the grim grinning ghost stuff, but the atmospheric stuff they play while he's talking is just so so good. Have I told you that on YouTube you can hear his audio sessions? Mm-mm. It's pretty funny. I, I, like most people a long time ago, he says some problematic <laughs> stuff. But, you know, you just hear him do the outtakes and different, different versions of the, the narrative you hear so often. And it's just, it's so good. So I'm, I'm just going to focus on the narrator for Haunted Mansion. He's my point. Well, and I think if we were ever to do an episode about, like, our top, what could you say, like ride pre-shows oh yeah 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 i think he'd be that like that's like the stuff in the elevator about the are these pictures actually straight like yeah so so many people while you're on the elevator are have that memorized and are saying that with him right like i think that would be very near the top of everybody's list you know so i think you're right on man and a couple quick things. It is frustrating when other people talk over him. I don't want to hear <laughs> some 12-year-old. I don't want to hear him, which is why in the ride, it's cool that you have your own little doom buggy personal yeah, yeah. system that people won't talk over. Now, a couple of things before I forget is the there's music in the Fast Pass queue for Haunted Mansion, which is fantastic. So like I said, that's my favorite place in Disneyland is the Haunted Mansion Fast Pass. There's specific music to that. I only have like one minute before I need to go. We didn't mention the 
Electrical Electrical Parade. Yes, yes. Annoying or great? Again, it's one that I can't detached from the you know the parade yeah um i can't i I don't listen to it very often that you know it's very much of its time it's kind of like the 70s like synthesizer type type music yeah but during when you actually see the parade it's awesome yeah now my problem is like the parade was kind of winding down Mm -hmm. when i was a kid and then they got rid of it and everything i got to see it in disney world okay Uh, but it's definitely it's not one that has a special place in my heart, like Fantasmic. Sure, yes, yes. So the other one, real quick too, yeah. uh, the Paint the Night Parade oh, okay. had a really fun song yes. with it as well. So I, I got to mention that before and we some go. Some of the other well. parades, some of the parades have cool songs. Yeah, other ones too. Yep. All right. Well, Mark, this was fun. We did it. Um, if you're out there listening, uh, pull some of these, some of this music up online and uh, hum along, sing along, because there's some great great music at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Mark. All right. See ya.